0: Who is gonna be the unexpected star of the finals for us? Who's gonna be the guy who just stands up?
1: Sam Wiedemann.
0: Sam Wiedemann? Yeah, that, <laughs> that was unexpected, unexpected wasn't it? <laughs> that is unexpected. You did not
1: expect that, did you? Wow. I think he's gonna be not and not sort of superstar hmm. performance, because obviously it'll probably go to Oliver or Gorn or Braycher or one of those guys, but I think someone who is gonna be unexpected guy who stands up and you know takes contested takes a contested grab when the game is on the line, I reckon it's gonna be Sam Wiedemann. Mm-hmm.
0: Hello and welcome to D-Looted, the Melbourne Demon's Band Podcast. Meets, you've been strutting around yeah. all week since that comment. Um, How smug are you feeling today?
1: Pretty smug, I'll tell you what. Because nobody expected Sam Wiedemann to be the man of the first final.
0: It was a pretty random prediction. I'll give you that. It was
1: exceptional (laughs) though. How good was he? He was
0: phenomenal. He was
1: unbelievable. It's just... The thing that really um, got me as well is not only did he kick three straight, but he also was you know, getting so far up the ground and sort of just really setting up goals and kicking well and, you know, marking the ball well and handballing well. Tackling well. Tackling well. Everything he was doing just turned to gold.
0: Yeah, his mobility was brilliant. He's Um,
1: so agile and he's really sort of, I know we were initially concerned that he would just not have a tank to sort of run out of game, but he's going to be an absolute weapon for us in the future, isn't he?
0: Who does he remind you of in the competition? To me, he looks a little bit like Rory Lobb when Lobb was playing really well Did I don't know about
1: that? Rory Lobb because he doesn't have the sort of arms that Rory Lobb has do you think
0: no but he just looks enormous you look yeah. at some of these marks he just he has his first grab and he looks so much taller than the rest
1: yeah he does and then he can
0: get the second because no one can touch him he's
1: just very lithe, isn't he he's very live he's just super yeah. super lithe. he's kind of like what you're going for in terms of your rig goals he is yeah, yeah. yeah
0: he's me plus ball skill yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he's got it all really no he um you know it's this is going to sound like a, a big call but he kind of reminds me a bit of like and obviously not to the same extent, but a bit of Tom Lynch from the Gold Coast, only because I think he's, the way that he jumps at the ball, he kind of always looks like he's at least going to come close to marking something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it hasn't been sticking, but no. what a time for it to stick.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. And in the future, it will stick hopefully. Right. And yeah. I'm not saying you will turn into Tom Lynch, but it's just the way that he jumps for marks and just sort of attacks the contest, I think is so exciting. Yeah. And he also, you know, can obviously run around the ground and put pressure on. He's, he's just unbelievable.
0: Right. Wow. But let's look at the game more generally I yeah. mean, What a feeling that was on, oh. on Friday You know
1: it was frustration really from us as well Because we really could have put them away in the second quarter And the whole game would have been over
0: um, But were you genuinely time. worried?
1: Yeah, I was a little bit. Really? I was. Yeah, I was. I just thought that still
0: were so much better than. I them.
1: know, but when you miss that many goals, and Geelong is just the type of team where psychologically yeah. they have the wood over us, and honestly, I, I really do think that if Selwood hadn't given away that free kick when Hawkins had the ball in his hand lining up for goal, I think that the outcome could have been very different today, yeah. just because of their ability to get inside our heads.
0: Absolutely. Wasn't that great that that was Selwood? So
1: excellent. So So, many great
0: Selwood moments in the game. It was fantastic.
1: I mean, it's just... You have to say, I mean, the Clary Selwood contest was
0: fantastic fantastic it that's like just, a good changing of the guard yeah it really Except was the new guard is just like nicer and better
1: I'm not sure do you think do you think that Clary Oliver is the best bloke going around you
0: oh I'm sure he is I just I hate class. Selwood and I'm sorry I hate Geelong I'm not going to be a good winner in this no, situation I just, despise Geelong I know they're just the most tedious kind of we're always good look how smug we are yeah kinda. I
1: agree I, I mean trust me I loved it when Neville Jetta you know they were really going after Selwood weren't yeah. they so I loved so I loved Neville Jetta's attack on Sel Viney just like took Selwood out for no reason. And then obviously... There's always a reason. Yeah. I know. Well, then obviously got him um, holding the ball when he when Selwood slipped over. The yes. and Weedem-
0: Milkshakes and Harms. Oh, it was great. I
1: love it. The no, two I blokes with the
0: funniest heads of the I team. I just- going
1: straight after Selwood. No, I loved it. I, well, it did really feel like a changing of the guard, didn't it? And yeah. um, Sam Wiedemann's tack uh, tackle on Patrick Dangerfield on the wing. Whew. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. No, I love it. Let's go after all these smug... Uh, Players who've tormented us for so many years.
0: Absolutely. Um so Needs, watching us made me think we're a bit of an irresistible force right now. It made me think a little bit of Kill Bill. Yeah. Like we're like Uma Thurman's character just going back and taking revenge on everyone who's wronged us. And now we've crushed Geelong right. for all their brutal hundred and eighty-six point belting. Yeah. Next week comes Hawthorne.
1: I know, who who've terrorized just tormented us. us. Yeah. For years and years and years.
0: The week after would be West Coast. We've probably ended a number of coaches' careers.
1: Pretty much, yeah, with 90-point losses. So is Richmond Bill?
0: I think Richmond is Bill.
1: I never would have (laughs) expected Richmond to be Bill. In fact, Geelong would more likely be Bill than Richmond would be. Right. Don't you think? Yeah. So maybe it's like the reverse Bill.
0: Maybe it breaks down. Maybe it's some other Tarantino movie. But I just love taking revenge.
1: Oh, I love it. We're slowly crossing their names off, aren't we? Yeah, I know. I loved it. And it really did feel like, you know, I mean, you're right. It felt like we were just... You know how in um, Kill Bill Two, how they like sort uh, of—I think um, Uma Thurman snatches um, Daryl Hannah's eye Mm. um, out of her socket, and then it just like rolls around on the ground. Which moment
0: do you think that was?
1: I really think it was was one of the Selwood moments. One of the (laughs) Selwood moments was effectively like that. No, it's—I wonder how long we can hold on with this analogy for kids. But I love Kill Bill, so thank you for raising it.
0: Uh, So many great moments from that game. Yeah, I just thought Chunk's goal.
1: Loved it. How happy was he? Oh,
0: it was beautiful. Crucial moment. He missed a key goal at the end of the third quarter.
1: But then, to but keep then he this slotted sort of the seal winner. Really. I know. It was really great. And even Hannon, he bobbed yep. up for his usual. Uh,
0: his classic last quarter. You know. Yeah,
1: exactly. Keeps and
0: himself in the team nicely. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> no, but it was, it was honestly just a great game, aside from the lack of conversion, which yep. we still really need to work on because. I mean, it's fine to do it against Geelong when the team was obviously not as strong as our team. But against a team like Richmond, you just get absolutely annihilated. Or even like against West Coast or any of these teams where they're just better.
0: Right. You need to take your chances. Yeah. And we're not going to win a premiership not taking our chances. No, definitely
1: not. We're not going to win another final not taking your other chances, to be honest. I mean, Hawthorne are dead-eye types. And they could absolutely destroy us with that type of, you know,
0: Because we did get a little bit lucky, I'll say. I mean... Geelong missed a lot of super easy shots. Oh, the I Menzel
1: mean, and Dangerfield shots were extraordinary. Yeah. It was extraordinary. Yeah. And Menegola. And, even and just, Menegola,
0: right. Hit the you know, post know, from hit 10 minutes the post. out. I mean,
1: that's it. We got really lucky. And even, you know, Dangerfield usually uses the ball much better than he did um, on Friday night. I mean, I think he had some like 12 clangers or something. Like they had yeah. his clanger count. He didn't
0: up. have much space there. That's did not true. Get much room that's
1: true. But he also, I mean, some of these turnovers were really quite bad. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that won't happen again, I don't think.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know what this year feels a little bit like to me? Yeah, It feels a bit like 2000, where we were this kind of young team with this enormous amount of momentum, and we stayed on the other side of the draw from the best team in the comp, which mm. that year was Essendon. Yeah. And then unfortunately we got crushed in the, the grand final. The reality
1: hit when we got to the grand final, and yeah. I
0: kind of think maybe a little of that is happening this year. Like, we have all this momentum. I still think Richmond are... This kind of towering force. Oh,
1: they're kind of above the other, the rest of the competition, aren't they? I Unless mean, just they get an injury them,
0: in the prelim, like a big injury. Even then. <laughs> if, if Rance goes down, that makes a massive difference.
1: Yeah, but their defense is so good without him. Dylan Grimes is How a How often gun. has the
0: defense been without him?
1: I mean, but that's the thing. But I think they could absolutely withstand his absence, right? I mean of an untested and,
0: proposition. True, right? but
1: Asprey and Grimes are just so reliable. They'll just sort of beat them... Uh, You know, they can beat their opponents in a one-on-one, and that's the main thing, really. I mean, obviously, Rance's intercepting is awesome, but it's because of the really, really good work that Grimes and Asprey does that allows him to do what he does. So and you could also say the
0: opposite, that Rance makes them look better in their one-on-one matchups. Yeah, maybe maybe that's true, but... I I mean, they're good players, but frankly, I think... Like Brent Prismal back when he played for Geelong and looked like a superstar when he was playing alongside yeah. you know, Ablett and Bartel and stuff. And then he left and he wasn't that good. I wonder if some of those guys would get exposed without Rance. Yeah, or
1: I wonder if it's maybe like a Jake Lever at the start of this year, right? When he didn't have the benefit of Hardigan and, and Talia mm. around him doing all the hard one-on-one defensive work. And you know, and he sort of got a little bit exposed at the start of the year. You know, it's but, a chicken and egg thing, really. But I think...
0: Well, we need someone to go down. If it's Rance, if it's Martin, if it's Kocs. College- oh, it's not like I'm hoping for an injury like a serious injury, just like a two-week injury. Just Some, uh, like a little
1: niggle, yeah. No, yeah. No, because
0: totally. otherwise, I don't see how we beat them. But well, I think every other team, by... I think we can beat.
1: Yeah, well, well let's turn to this game then. Do you think we're going to beat Hawthorne?
0: Uh, look, I think, once again, like I said last week, we're a better team than Hawthorne. Um, we, I think our vulnerability is pace. Like Teams with a lot of pace I think could expose us But I don't think Hawthorne can do that
1: No, they're not that quick either
0: I think their only chance of beating us is having this tall strategy Which has worked against us before uh, Players like Raffed and McAvoy and 4 Tim O'Brien and... is
1: not playing, Kieran The guy who's really tormented us right. all these years Tim O'Brien, yeah
0: But we could definitely get exposed I think Clarko's a smart coach like that yeah. And will push us I just think in the middle we're going to beat them. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, I agree. And it's sort of, you know, and even just for pressure, I think we'll probably beat them. And I have to say, in terms of the Rowan Bale Award for most underrated performance last week, mm. Alex Neil Bullen. I mean, he yeah. kicked who you three, should
0: owe a bit of an apology to. Maybe
1: a little bit of an, given an apology. Given you said
0: he'd be the biggest disappointment. Well, Let's no, not forget that and all this weed It's also because buzz. I was
1: trying to, like, figure out who would be. You, you ask me. It's a relative question, Kieran. Who will be the biggest te- disappointment in our team? Yeah. I think our team's pretty good.
0: Hmm. Um, yeah. So really, he, it's
1: like saying, you know, he's going to be the biggest disappointment in a team that's absolutely flying. That's really kind of a compliment to him almost.
0: I'm sure he'd take it like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, no, but, you know, he said shot kicking still needs a little bit of work. But ultimately, his pressure was, was really great yeah. um, on on Friday night.
0: It is fantastic. And we
1: really need that pressure against a team like Hawthorne.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I just think it's such a massive injury that Stratton's out. Yeah. Um, you'd think Tom McDonald's really going to get off the chain.
1: You'd hope, right? right? I mean, Frawley versus Tom McDonald, which is kind of a funny matchup now even thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Um, the age-old Frawley versus Tom McDonald. That's funny. Two yeah. defenders I didn't think about from that. Melbourne. I yeah. know, exactly.
0: A, few, a former backline.
1: I yeah. know. Now facing off in a preliminary, in a sorry, semi final, It's kind of crazy well, to think about.
0: Well, Frawley played pretty well in rough Yeah. So that is a factor. So then I guess the question is, can, we- can Wiedemann get off the, uh, the hook again from Mirror? Right, Mirror played pretty well last time. Um, he, I think, he was on Hogan and he beat him.
1: Did he really? Yeah, he did. I know yeah. nothing about Mirror.
0: Yeah, I only know how big he played against us so that game. Interesting. Um, so, but I don't know. I just think Stratton's like an enormous out.
1: I just think Jet is great too form. Good. Yeah, we have a man by the name of Max Gorn who will just give us silver service. Yeah, and you know, I think our midfield is really flying at the moment.
0: Right. You know what I would like. This is not something I don't think people have been really suggesting. Is Harms to play on Isaac Smith?
1: Oh, interesting. Everyone's
0: obsessed with this Harms on Mitchell thing. And I understand. He gets a lot of the ball, whatever. But I just think Smith is so damaging. And he's crushed us before with his pace and putting the goals away. I think Harms has the pace to keep up with them.
1: No, I agree with that. But why is it the case that, you know, there are statistics of when they tag Tom Mitchell and how often they lose versus when they don't tag Tom Mitchell.
0: But how many teams have successfully tagged Tom Mitchell? It just doesn't happen very much.
1: Yeah, because he's just a he's workhorse. He's so isn't he? inside. He's so inside. And
0: look, we can keep him to instead of 35, maybe 25 or something. Yeah. But I think if we can do the same to Smith. Yeah. Like, Smith was um, really limited last week. And I think that hit a huge impact on Hawthorne struggling.
1: So, do you think that the best. I mean, the things that I'm concerned about are Sean Burgoyne. Yep. He didn't play a very good game last no, week at all. Which is ominous. And this is always going to be the, you know, everyone's like, oh, he's shot, he's done, and then he's yeah. going to come out and absolutely dominate. So that's always a bit of a concern. Yeah. I, th- I kind of think, though, that maybe you're right. Maybe we just go head-to-head midfield battle, you know, make Clayton Oliver play on Tom Mitchell and just see who finds a footy first.
0: I agree. And I think, I think Oliver's better. Yeah. I mean, maybe not statistically, but I just think he is better.
1: I mean we just we're also faith. a little bit a little bit biased, but I think so as well. I mean Or at least
0: he's gonna compete with them and it's gonna be a very contest. Oh, there's even no doubt contest. about
1: that. And then in terms of the rest of the midfield versus yeah. the Hawthorne midfield, I mean Gus versus Jager, is it? Or you know, or Viney on who else is in their midfield, I guess.
0: I just think we've got so many more rotations. Yeah, that can I think come so. Way more
1: options. That's the thing. They're very reliant on Mitchell and, and Jager and Mira. So yeah. if we shut them out of the contest, you never know.
0: Yeah, I, I, think, I think we're in a good position. I don't think they're the kind of team that can really expose us unless they get this tools thing to work, they could which just, is a little bit of a concern.
1: And, you know, Clarko has sort of made a big song and dance about how he's a systems-based coach and, yeah. you know, he's not just going to pull fancy things on game day, but he's also a genius, right? And you always yeah. have to keep that in mind. I mean, at the start of this year, we didn't really think there was any chance that we would lose to Hawthorne in round four. Um, and yeah, you know, we absolutely lost got lost. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because on talent, we didn't think that the, you know, Connor and Ashes of this world were going to be really cutting us apart. I don't even remember if Connor Nash Ash played. But, you yeah. know, we didn't think that these random second generation Hawthorne types were really going to be um, destroying us. But then look what happened.
0: Yeah. Look, I think it's going to be a tight game. And the week two game is always different to what people ex- predict yeah people always expect the losing team is just lost yeah and, and re- generally they win yeah exactly exactly I just think this week we've got this irresistible midfield uh, I, I truly believe that and that's different to what when we played earlier the year I think we'll win by um 25 points
1: interesting I think we'll win by about 15 okay so what so tell me something here is Jesse Hogan leading?
0: Well, you've been angrily denouncing everyone on on uh, WhatsApp who've suggested that, but you seem to be thinking now it's possible. You, you've no, got a bit of inside mail.
1: No, no, I don't have any inside mail. But I think what um, I think what sort of the general impression is is that he is happy at Melbourne, but you know. I mean, if the right offer comes to Melbourne, that they'll consider it, which is kind of consistent with what everybody's been saying in some ways, right? I personally think it's a silly idea. I don't know why you would trade Jesse at the moment. I mean, sure, he hasn't played and Sam Wiedemann's playing well, but he's played, you know, Sam Wiedemann's played really three very good games and that's kind of the end of it. Do you really build and make huge trade decisions based on that?
0: I agree completely. I mean, it's entirely premature. Wiedemann's had a great game, but... Who knows if he can sustain that? Who knows what's going to happen when he gets more pressure from opposition defenders? Right, and who knows
1: what's going to happen when people can get injured? There's lots yeah. of different things that can happen. Yeah. And you'd rather have more talent on your list than less.
0: Oh, and he's an asset. And I, I've said this before. I think he could be a midfielder. Yeah. I think it would be intriguing to see him play in the back line yeah, if we needed it. Absolutely, absolutely. He could be a bit of a swing man. I don't think we let him go. But, having said that, I mean, of course, if, he, if we think that he wants to go home, we should be keeping an eye out to get an amazing offer, right? We want to get him at the peak of his value.
1: I personally cannot see why he would ever want to, why he would want not ever go home. But I can't see why he'd want to go home now. Why would anyone want to go to Fremantle right now? I, I mean, mean, it it's could be just, a
0: family thing, or who knows? I mean, right? that's
1: true. But Fremantle, I mean, they're losing their second best player to Brisbane. Yeah. Like they don't really look like the best advertising campaign right now, do they?
0: I agree, I agree. Although Hogan would improve them immeasurably. Yeah,
1: but not enough to push them into the finals, do you think? Do you think one no. player without Lucky Neal just you know, take out a gun midfielder and put in Hogan? I mean that doesn't improve the fact that you're not getting your hands on the ball in the midfield, does it?
0: I don't think he'd leave. But let me ask you this question, Needs. If today Jesse Hogan says to the club, actually I do want to go back to Perth.
1: Eventually.
0: Eventually. Yeah what would you expect from Fremantle? And do we do the trade now or do we wait to end the contract? Well,
1: you, you go and you get what you can from Fremantle and you get right. it, you, you probably so, do it now. You probably do it now, right? So you probably try and get like picks four and five. Four and five. Yeah. yeah. So assuming they'll get pick four for the lucky Neal yeah. and they already get pick five anyway just through um, the draft, then yeah, you just ask for two first round draft picks, which I mean, obviously Fremantle will say no because that's a huge, huge, huge ask just for one player, no. particularly given that it's a super draft. But... What do we do when do we have to stand firm?
0: I mean, alternatively, is four and a player. I'm not sure who they have that we really They have want
1: absolutely to. no one that we could possibly want. I mean,
0: what about um, Andrew Brayshaw?
1: I mean... Are they not going to give us pick four and mini brace shots. Do you really think they're going to do that? What's the point of doing that? How is that I helpful I mean, they're them?
0: pretty desperate for a forward. They've been whoring themselves out for the last eight years trying to get one. Like
1: I mean, that's true. It's kind of <laughs> tragic, isn't it, aren't they? They've got a bit of North about them, Freo. Yeah.
0: They've just got North a bit is, of a like... It's, it's starting to come in I mean, All but, the short skirts are paying off. Yeah, yeah,
1: because eventually with North, they realize that if you sort of, you know, like... Just buy people enough drinks so eventually they'll go home with you, no, isn't it? Like, that's just to be blunt about it, isn't right. it? Like, it's just a sort of bit of a sad but tragic reality right. um, that that's just how the dating system works, isn't yeah. it? But um, I think that, uh, you know, I, I... I
0: I. think that's a deal you'd look at very seriously. Pick
1: four and mini brace Of course. You think so? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but we don't need another gun kid midfield, do no, we? No,
0: we don't need it. It's more about maximizing value if he does want to leave,
1: Yeah. Right? Because I mean, they
0: can't give us anything else. Who else can they give us? We're not interested in their key position players.
1: Oh, what, Tabiner? I don't think or McCarthy. so. Or McCarthy. No, we're definitely not interested in them. I mean, I mean, they just don't have anyone. I mean, if they gave us five, that would be one thing. But obviously yeah. that would...
0: Five could be a straight swap. Oh, I'd do that, would, that in a heartbeat.
1: Um, I'm sure most Melbourne supporters would do that yeah. in a heartbeat. Hey, can we have your Brownlow medalist? Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, look, I mean, I don't know if he'll leave or not. But I, I just, I think that there's sort of chat about him leaving as if it's sort of like... You know, now there's like a surplus of good players at the team. I mean, you can't ever have a surplus of good players at your team, can't you?
0: Yeah, it's very short-sighted. It's
1: so short-sighted. And that's the thing. You just, you can never have enough talent on a team. You just figure out a role to, to fit people in, right?
0: I agree. Um, Neats. So this week, changes?
1: Yeah. So do you think Tyson goes out?
0: I don't think so. I think he was perfectly solid.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he
0: was, he was fine. Okay. And I don't think anyone's really knocked down the door.
1: In the VFL, you I mean think so?
0: they didn't play last week? In fairness, but that's true. but Kennedy Harris, you know, he's been maybe, good. Maybe yeah. I think, do you keep... think we
1: try and get more? You know, instead of a sort of another midfielder, do you think we want more pressure in that case? And that's the argument for JK Edge.
0: Yeah, potentially, but I think, you know, Tyson was working hard. I, yeah. I don't know. I just think you limit the changes. I agree. You don't like
1: want that. to sort of disrupt the apple cart too much. At this. I meeting. mean, our pressure
0: was pretty good. I yeah. think we're really short no, it's on true, that. it's true. Yeah. But
1: maybe if they think that that's the sort of linchpin, you know, because I mean, we do have a lot of midfielders, you know. A yeah. lot of good inside midfielders in this team right now. Right. Um, is there a need for another one? Particularly when, you know... Tyson was, ball- was
0: playing a bit of a weird role. Was yeah. Like a half forward. He's was, not an amazing kick.
1: So. No. And he, it just wasn't... It didn't really feel... It didn't feel right. I didn't really know what his role was meant to be, to be honest. Yeah. Can I
0: make one okay. suggestion to you, Nate? It's just separate from this week. Do you think we should be playing Salem at half forward more?
1: Yeah, I do, actually. But then we need him at half back, too, because his skills are so good.
0: We need him everywhere. But I'm just thinking... We've got to be thinking about these... The Richmond matchup. Yeah. Right? Um, I don't care if it's premature. And then how do we break down that defense? It's yeah. good, we need the most precise possible kick into the 50. The well, stuff got, we did last week wasn't good enough. Well,
1: that's what Milkshakes was do, is meant to be doing. That is
0: Milkshakes, it? but he's one player. And he's been playing deeper.
1: And Lewis is actually really seems to be controlling the back line a bit. Yeah, you know, right now. So maybe we do try and push Salem up forward. That said, he missed a couple of shots on goal. Yeah. In fact, his kicking wasn't that great, but which I, d- I wasn't that impressed by. So, but I do
0: think he's our best kick. Yeah, easily. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, so Tyson maybe. I mean, Hibbert is concerning. There's a lot no, of talk like of him being out.
1: No, I've, apparently Jordan Lewis on AFL 360 said night, 60 last night said take it to the bank. He's going to play. Okay. He said that he was just trying to get out of doing laps because he doesn't really <laughs> like running too much. Um, so I, I, I think that we shouldn't be concerned about that.
0: Yeah, okay. But if he goes out, I think Smith has to come in.
1: Yeah, I'd say that was right. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Guthrie doesn't seem to think uh, there'll be any changes. So the Oracle Oracle, has spoken. The Oracle has spoken.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, we will catch you next week. Hopefully after another big win. This would be a bit of a a Melbourne loss, wouldn't it? We're so up and about and so much excitement. But I'm feeling very positive.
1: Me too. I just think we'll absolutely flog them.
0: Okay. Well, hopefully we'll celebrate with you in a week from today. Please like our Facebook page, uh, subscribe to our podcast, and we'll speak to you in a week. Go Dees!
1: Go Dees!